Fanatic podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. What's going on? Williams and Bloom here on your Sunday, the 15th of October. My name is Chris Williams. I am joined, as always, by Brent Bloom. We are presented by Mechdyne, the Mechdyne Corporation. They have been the presenting sponsor of our podcast for well over two years now, probably going on three. Time flies. Somebody said to me, Bloom, do you realize COVID started like four years ago? Yeah. We're pushing that, aren't we? Yeah. It was Doesn't December, that seem crazy? December of 19. That's why it's called COVID-19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to us. Well, because that, that was when the podcast started because we started doing a little uh, like lifestyle thing. And Chris Clover over at Mechdyne. Like, why don't you guys just do this? Yeah. Sponsor. It was his idea. Here we are pushing four years later. So Getting thank you to Mechdyne for the sponsorship. We appreciate it. Celebratory victory texts from Chris Clover was a highlight yesterday. Yeah. He's claiming responsibility for the Cyclones going. So we, we recently met up at the, I won't lie. It's my favorite bar in the world. The Haverhill Social be? Club. Yeah. And prestigious. Haverhill, Iowa. Yeah. It's my favorite bar in the world. That more people are in that bar than in the town. I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> well, and it's funny. Every time I go there, I meet a Cyclone fanatic, yeah, too. There's, there's, somebody there. there's somebody in there. But uh, we went there a couple weeks ago, and Iowa State wasn't in a great spot. The season has turned around since yeah, that night. Yeah. I don't know what we solved. but. Clover's taking responsibility for it. Trust in the process. Which I'm totally okay with. Um, what a really fun day on Saturday, Brent. You were there. First of all, how was Cincinnati? What was the experience like? Gosh, I it was great. The I can't recommend enough. If you haven't done it, going to a road game is well worth it. Because... When you win. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it does. Because you, it is really hard to top that feeling when you're the only people left in the stadium, all the home fans are gone, and it's like you and your new friends that congregate together, and you send them off with a loss. You've done games on the radio. It's the best. Uh, where it's just, yeah. it feels like it's you against the world. Those are and, the best, yeah. And then I, the Iowa State players come over. Campbell came over and was like high-fiving everybody. It was, yeah, it, so it, was, it was a good time all the way around. Met some new friends, saw some old friends, and Iowa State, you know, outside of that one trick play that Cincinnati had, yeah. it was just another well-rounded game. Like football-wise, I don't. It was it was really fun to watch. Yeah, it felt eerily similar to the TCU game, except I think Iowa State played better. I think the TCU game you could poke some holes in that first half, but nonetheless, you you know thoroughly dominated. That's where the similarity is for sure. Two two Big Twelve teams that. You, know, I, you were I underdogs to both of them. Yeah, we were touchdown underdogs. Both by two touchdowns. And then it, it I, don't, I don't know what it means. Whitford and I hashed this out after the game on, on Saturday. And I, I don't know what it means that Oklahoma State's won two in a row or that TCU beat BY. But it, it certainly doesn't hurt. No. It just <laughs> you know? proves that it's up for grabs after the top two. Totally agree. Completely. And I also think, too, like I would be really warning Iowa State fans. So it's like when you when you sit in my chair, you see the best and the worst. You see the worst when bad losses, it's fire everybody. We're never winning another game. Yep. And then immediately after Saturday's game, I'm getting tweets about Big 12 championship game. <laughs> like, And it's like, here's the deal. Like, they look really good right now, but when they go to BYU, like they're not that much better than B. If they are, like BYU wanted to Arkansas, like whatever that means. But Arkansas took Alabama to the wire, right? Like, I mean, do you really like Baylor's next? Okay, like from what I've seen, Iowa State has a really good chance to win that game. Would I be shocked if they lost in Waco? No, no, you know. So, Absolutely. like to me, it's just kind of this is a true game by game. Like I'm not. I'm not getting out in front of my skis. They have played really well, and I'm really proud of where they're at. But, man, I think you're I, right. Like, you look at these scores, and it's like, wow. I, I, yeah, nothing should surprise you. Uh, you're, so I think it's it's twofold. It's like, yes, game week to week, I don't, I'm don't. i still not sure what's going to happen. But then bigger picture, you can see 
what lies ahead for Iowa State. You've ta- we talked about it all summer. It's when when Texas and Oklahoma leave, mm-hmm. it's a free for all. Yeah, and all cards are on the table. And and now look at it. The opportunity is there. Okay, here are the odds. See, double. We're gonna play a game. Odds to win the Big Twelve right now. Okay. <laughs> so you you want me to do yep. it? This is an early well, guess. The point. So this is to win the Big Twelve championship. Yes, game, the not, whole thing, not the regular season. Correct. So I mean, clearly Oklahoma. Yep, number one. You would put them at minus one ten. They're one hundred five plus one hundred five. Okay. So where's Texas then? So Texas is then at like what two hundred? One ten. Okay. Yeah, they're I mean, basically they're going to so it's even money. Whoever, whoever wins the game, and they're saying it's a coin toss. Exactly. And, and then what is it? Oh, let me guess. This Kansas, is where it gets really interesting. Kansas State. Yep. At plus six fifty. Twelve hundred. <laughs> I was way off. Yep. Twelve to one. That's how much they think of the rest of the league. Correct. And then who? So funny. Uh, shout out to Connor Ferguson. He wrote a good column after the game. I, I love Connor. He caught up with Jamarian Bateman. Proud of him. He's getting yes, really he's do, good I, on his, I thought I was actually just going to tell you, yeah. Connor, keep up the good work. He's doing Kyle. a great job covering awesome. recruiting, just kicking butt. I didn't have the energy to argue with him after the game last night. I've had my kids all weekend. Uh, my wife's been working. Um, but he was one of the people. Like, was like, oh, they could go to the championship game. And I was like, yeah. I, and I, I was like really calm. And I'm just like, uh I just don't think that Texas or Oklahoma will lose again. And he's like, oh, I trust Oklahoma, but I don't trust Texas as far as I can throw them. And I just, I just feel like it's different now. Like I, I just, I watched so much big 12 football and I don't like, maybe Iowa state could shock them. That you know, game could like, be really fun maybe, into it. But I don't think Iowa State will win out. Like that's uh, the, I right. think that they're really playing well, but I, I don't think that they're going to just, can they win up into the Texas game? I I wouldn't bet on it. It's I mean there's, even like if, all like would it coins. shock you if Kansas won? Like I mean you don't lose at Trice very often, but it like wouldn't be a no that's a stunning. that's a pick'em right now. Yeah, you know like I, that's a th- Iowa State's next three games are pick'ems. Yeah, but it's a lot better than it looked two weeks ago. It is. Yeah, you actually might be favored in the next three right now. Now we'll see what happens this week. No, but so K State's third. Who's fourth? Iowa State. Nope. Texas Tech? Nope. BYU? Nope. You're not. You're gonna keep guessing. Oklahoma State. Okay, I was. That was my next is guess. Fourth at thirty to one. Jesus. And then Iowa State and West Virginia are tied for fifth at fifty to one. West Virginia is way too high. Well, yeah, they but they only have one loss. I, yeah, I get it. And that same with Iowa State. And so it's like naturally okay. So Iowa State now is the uh, tied for the uh, fifth best odds to win the Big Twelve, but still fifty to one. So don't don't bet on it. But it's just crazy, see, how much it has changed. And, and what, what did we say on Wednesday? When I went back and listened, and uh, we ended up being somewhat correct. Turnover was going to dictate the game and Jones' ability to run the ball. And it looked early in the game like, uh-oh, obviously it's got a problem here with Jones running it. Clamped down on him. And then after after Tampa intercepted him on, the, what was that, first or second drive they had, mm-hmm. they he was terrified. He did not know where what Iowa State was doing. Low key, maybe Tampa's best game. He did was. You awesome. Watch it back. Yet? He was phenomenal. You watch it back. I haven't watched it. It back pops to you when yeah. you're looking for it. You don't realize he, how big uh, he is. He, he covered was, so much. He ground. was really good. But low, so, low key, like I bet you, when they're putting together the draft tape tomorrow's third, that, that that game is all over it. They, he shut down a really good receiver for them. But it was they once that interception happened. It looked like Jones didn't trust what he was seeing. And the two turnovers for Cincinnati was the difference. And the fake field goal. So I, I have um, a couple of topics that I just wanted to make sure that we hit on, and the, the special teams is one of them. I do, I do want to thank a, a new sponsor of the program that, that I'm excited about. And th- this, is a, this is a big deal, like what they do. Uh, Terraplex Ag. And what they do is they – Technology for farms. Okay. Basically, so like GPS, um, really drones is is their biggest yeah. thing. Uh, that's that's you the can do biggest. a lot of good stuff. With well, drones. and and a buddy of mine, Mike, is the one who kind of hooked me up with these guys, and and he's buying some drones. And these farmers, they love the drones because they can. So they do spraying and like you know all this. Drones have the ability to make the oh. the whole crop dusting thing way safer. Correct. Yeah. Easier, safer. Yeah, the whole thing. More economical. Yep. 
all that stuff. Very cool. These guys are big fans of the show at Terraplex Ag, so we really appreciate them coming on board. And we hope we can help them grow their awesome company. So I want to give you TerraplexAg.com. That's T-E-R-R-A, PlexAg.com. And mention us if you – because, again, these these farmers, man, they – I have a bunch of farm friends from back home, and they will post on, like, their Facebook pages, like, these drone videos of their farms. Photos, yeah. Holy crap. And it's just amazing. So, TerraplexAg.com. Honestly, farming may be one of the more sophisticated ventures anymore. Like it's not. We talk with our friends, granddad's farm. Uh, we we talk with our friends from Wiffles about it all the time. Like that, you know, it, <laughs> these GPS tractors that are crazy. these guys out in their combines. Like they don't even have to touch the wheel half the time. So I was just looking. It's t- incredible. Terraplex also uh, hires some Cal students at Iowa State. So that's the College of Agriculture oh. and Life Sciences, which is great. But some of the stuff, some of the technology that even Iowa State is working on in oh. the CALS department, it's incredible. It's amazing. Like the, the, the impact that that university has on agriculture, not only in the state, but worldwide. Like, I don't think we, we puff our chests out enough about it. I would agree completely. Um, okay, so here's my notes. These are the ones that I wanted to touch on. Uh, no, no particular order. You already mentioned the special team, so the the kick returns by Noel were huge. Yeah. I thought that the fake field goal changed the game, though. No doubt, and that it, was that was the game. It, it did, and Travis Hines from the Des Moines Register wrote a good piece about how Iowa State played not to, or they played to win, and it, it, so that comes to mind. And then late in that game. Shieldhouse just puts his foot on the gas and comes out throwing. Yeah, I thought for sure. You know what? It was like the second to last possession. Yep. I thought for sure Iowa State would just run the clock out and punt it, and they went out and killed him. Yep. Basically, you know, you you they smothered him. Yeah, man, some of the stuff Iowa State was doing was really neat. What they did with Steve O'Clotts to oh. get him open a couple of times. There, Nate. Can we get this Nate guy is, an extension? I don't know. I mean, Nate is. We're six games, seven games in, but holy cow, has he grown immensely. That whole staff. You know, every yeah. once in a while, I'll just send Shieldhouse a play. <laughs> so it's you. No, he never responds. I got to give but, a shout out real quick. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll, like say, I'll be like, hey. <laughs> he doesn't respond. Here's this. It, crickets. Yeah. He does. He responds in the Thanks, in the off, in the off yeah. season. Yeah. But they're, they're drawing up. That, drawing the up fake field goal, plays. I'm almost positive, was the same one Oklahoma ran on Iowa State last year. Oh, I saw Van I'm Winkle almo- put that up. Yeah, I'm was, almost positive. I, but to do that on fourth and it wasn't fourth and short. Fourth and six. It was fourth and six. Or fourth and seven. Had, or fourth and five. And he had to make like a cut. Yeah. Good job by James Neal and a kick out there. But I was Contreras, shocked. Contreras, man. I was it's shocked. Our guy. I it was interesting because I don't I would be curious to ask Matt and and the special teams group who knows about that? Because the offense comes off the field and they look de- dejected because they're mad they didn't get in the end zone. Mm. And so, I, like, who, how many know? Because do you risk then, like, if you have the offensive guys that are coming off the field, you don't want them lined up, you know, right on the edge of their seat saying, oh my gosh, you know, we got to watch this fake. Like, I want I want to know who on Iowa State actually knows it's a fake other than those guys on the field that have That's to That's a really good play. question. I hadn't thought because about I, that. Because I, yeah. so I, Rocco and Jaden Higgins are, I'm, I'm like 10 rows behind the bench and they're like, Doing that, yeah, I mean, you might miss that one. I'm sorry. And all of a sudden, they're looking up like, what's going on? Yeah. You better get, up and get back out there. So I wonder if the offensive staff even knows, or does Iowa State teach uh, I mean, really is good Lang's acting? I mean, calling that? Is, like, I don't know. How does that work? I would, I, honestly, yeah. I would like to know, because clearly it was practice, but why that situation? And I, there's no doubt in my mind, if that's the Ohio game, Matt kicks the field goal. The mindset has shifted. I completely agree. It has shifted. That, that, that's a fact. Well, and you you can see it too, and, it just, and again, it all it all kind of goes to met together in my mind yes. because in the fourth quarter you have this, Great you play. have a good lead. It's not insurmountable nope. though, and you're trusting Rocco back on rollouts to not screw it up. Yep, basically, Even and that touchdown to Klotz was like that not not an easy play. the The best play of the day 
was it was third and fifteen, and they had that like thirteen yard completion to Higgins. Yes, late in the game, that throw was insane. And then the, is that when they got him offside? Then yes. the next play, yeah, that was, that was they got the fourth play. and two. Yeah. So I got a shout out. So I met a new friend named Jackie. She was sitting next to me. It's fourth down and two, and she leans over and she says, "I bet we try and draw him offside." And I'm thinking, "Oh, no way." What do you know, Jackie? Lo and behold. Yeah, there's no way Matt was, Matt was punting it there. Yeah. No, they no. weren't going for it. And then, boom, drew him offside. The and, best, too, yeah. is Rocco's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. So, Jackie, you are a savant if you're listening. Yeah, the aggression down the stretch was was a note that was, I had. And it, then the other one was really Jaden Higgins. Yeah, so good. Finally making us look smart because – we thought all offseason that he's kind of the next big deal for Iowa State wide receivers, and I think we all saw a good You saw good what shot everybody sees at the high end, yeah. and he was he was just better than the defensive backs for Cincinnati. There was that one shot. He's coming right at us on the sideline, and he like did a stiff arm, but he grabbed hands with it, and it felt like it was like the – the big brother against the little brother, like just leave me alone, leave yeah. me alone. But one seventy four, is that what he ended up with? I mean, it was one hundred and seventy five. I think he, it was good enough where I had to go to the record book. Yeah, what to was, see the old Tracy Henderson. Yep, two fourteen. Two fourteen was the most ever. Yeah, uh, but but the crazy thing was that Higgins did it on six catches. He didn't ring up. I'm pretty sure Tracy Henderson's record. He was in like double digit yeah, catches, like eleven or twelve yeah. catches. Yeah. When he did that, so like it, it was it was eye popping enough on TV where you're like, I better look this up. Yep, I had the same thought because he had a couple big ones, and then the other thing I would just say as a as a whole, it just seemed like, and then Ben Bruns made a really good, had the exact same thought on Iowa everywhere this morning, which made me feel validated. It felt a lot like 2017, where it just seems like Iowa State is having a blast out there. That's a good point. Yeah, there were times even during the in the Purdy senior year were just, it was way too heavy. Everything Felt was like heavy. a drag. Yeah, you're just like so much, the, the weight of expectations. And this feels like almost a rebirth. Everything's fun, you know, freewheeling it. We're going on fourth down. We're doing fake field goals. We're doing all this stuff. Or it felt like during 21 in the last year, it's like, man, let's just not, you know, let's not screw it up. And it's almost like you needed to hit a point to reinvent yourself to get to, and I, it, everyone's having fun. Like those guys on the sideline were having a blast. Uh, and I think that shows you've seen a little more energy and that's why you, you hate to have this bye week because it feels like you're playing with some swagger and some confidence, but it's also nice to get some rest and do some self-scouting. But it just, it feels like Iowa State is really enjoying playing the game right now. Well, it certainly looks, they're, they're a hell of a lot of fun to watch. And the offensive line progresses again. The defense has gotten beaten up pretty good. And my takeaway, that's the best game by far the linebackers have played. Yeah, McLaughlin was great. McLaughlin was great. Yep. Vaughn looked like himself. Played better. Caleb Bacon yep, really is good. a pretty good diff. Bacon's starting to be that guy where it's just when he's on the field, he's in the right spot he, he every seems time. like he's around the ball. And then Lovett did a really nice job again. Lovett is low-key defensive MVP, take out my guy Verdone in the last few games just with the spying that he's done on these mobile quarterbacks. Again, Jones was killing him early. Yeah. It's like, I was like, oh my gosh, he's just going to keep running it. That's what they did. And then Lovett really shut that down. Iowa State held them to, I think it was three point, here I got it right here, 3.5 yards per play C-dub. That is really good. Uh, 214 yards total. Only do do do. Well, I ended up getting 15 first downs. But here's a stat. So my guy, uh, my guy Andringa. He's got the stats. He's got the stats. Uh, Iowa State is now one of only five college football teams without a lost fumble. Wow. Okay. So that this is Iowa State's playing really good football right now. And those five teams are, interestingly, Iowa State, Houston, Kansas State, Fresno, and Oregon. Iowa State is also. A lot of Big 12. One of six college football teams without a recovered fumble. So they haven't Interesting. fumbled one. They also haven't got a fumble recovery. They're the only team. They're getting picks, though. Yeah, they're getting a lot of picks. Only team with a zero in both categories. But, again, that's two games in a row with zero turnovers. Not a coincidence that you win the game. 4-0 when you haven't turned the Correct. ball over, I want to say. Correct. You are, you are dead on. Yep. And, and that's this team. And they, they're, not, they're still they're getting better offensively. 
But as long as they continue to not give up sacks, they don't turn the ball over, they're not committing a bunch of penalties, it's uh, very repeatable. And that's what's exciting is you're young, but you're doing a lot of veteran things. Well, what's exciting to me now is you have the offense uh, that's coming around, right? Yep. Like I, I'm actually pretty confident when you look at the teams ahead of them that they're going to be able to score points. I agree. And now the defense is coming back around. So you kind of have that. And it's like, oh, you're good on special teams. I think you could you know? say that. Man. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't you? Perkins was good again. I think Chase has been good. Contreras has been, you know, you almost had a botched hold again or a botched snap on that last yep. field goal. Yep. So th- thank God Perkins got it down. You know, Perkins made a really important play in that game by, did you see that I in did. the stands? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was really close to being like over his head, yeah, and he yeah. got it and got it down, and they and they salvaged it. He also had one. I think it was the first half that it was going to be blocked, but he got it away. So I wonder, super fast. you know that that's still a deal that keeps haunting you, but they've been able to put him through. And now you got Jalen that kick return. So the two biggest plays, in my opinion, the fake field goal that got a first down led to points. Yep, and then the Jalen Knoll kick return because it really felt like to me. After that, you just like okay, you get points. You're up twenty to seven. He's seeing the field, man. He, he's just he's a really good player, and I'm happy for him because I think this is what a lot of people expected him to be all along. And he's had a couple of issues, you know, maybe not the most reliable, avoiding contact, a couple of drops along the way. But he has been very, very valuable. He's had his best string of games, and it's not coincidental. I was it's one three the last four since he came back. Our guy uh, Bramer, another oh, big my game. Gosh. He is <sighs> that near. Touchdown he had, the, oh the one-handed one. If he would have pulled that I in. About, I about jumped out of my seat. If he would have pulled that in, that would have been sports center play of the day he type is, stuff. He is ridiculously good. And there's just a lot of a lot of really good things. It was nice to see Remsburg get in there for a couple snaps. Yeah, he looked good. Yep, uh, for so, what he was in there, he graded out thought, really well on PFF. Boniface played pretty well uh, at center. So you're just seeing a lot of growth. Still very young. And uh, now you get a week off to... To soak it in, and as Ben said on the Iowa Everywhere podcast, it's good to go recruit coming off a win too. I mean that now That's you're feeling point. now you're feeling really good about your vibes, and the coaches have a little extra pep in their step when they're on the road recruiting this week. Shout out to Kelderman Manufacturing. Uh, Jeff was out racing, street racing out in um, Watkins Glen all weekend, but I know he was watching the game because he was texting me, but. Um, I actually thought about Kelderman and all the farmers because we had a, we had tornadoes ripping through I saw that. So north of here on Friday, on? and I was thinking, man, I hope they got their corn out because if not, they need to call Kelderman and get themselves a down corn reel. Uh, Kelderman.com, bigger, bolder, better. They've got quality suspension products for heavy-duty trucks, trailers, RVs, along with top-of-the-line truck accessories. I'm pointing you guys, uh, you farmers out there, into the specialty products section. Click on agriculture, and you can read all about that down corn reel, which they invented in 1977. Also, a shout-out to – I had another um, buddy of mine, Coop. I won't say nah, – give too much personal information. You know yep. him from – he uh, yep. signed up with Colin Newell last week. There we go. Everybody is switching their insurance you to Colin You cool ain't cool <laughs> unless you're with Newell. He texted me that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, he and I, he sent me something. Colin, we just came up with your next ad campaign. He just no, Coop sent me something, and I was like, "Holy crap! That like that should be a thing." Like, you we, ain't cool unless you're with Newell. Yeah, that's what he, he said. You ain't cool unless you're covered by Newell. <laughs> Made the switch today with a picture there of you it. Go, awesome man. <laughs> Love to see it. Love you ain't cool it. unless you're covered by Newell. There you go. Uh, Farm Bureau Financial Services, just a phenomenal guy. You can hear him every week as well on football and random so things. I have my uh, auto insurance with Colin. Let me. I would love to pick your brain on that. We'll get back to football. When you go on a road trip with your wife, so I, oh, wife and I, yeah, uh, just the two God, of us. How was it? Well, I want to. You get, can be honest. Uh, I want to just you and me okay. talking. Yeah, and it was. Don't don't get Crystal. Yeah, don't don't share this with Crystal. It's just I, us. I'm. We've been married almost ten years now. I'm sorry. And it, you know what? I'm kidding. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful yeah. thing. What drove me nuts, and I didn't realize it until this road trip, was she will not use the auto on the air conditioning heating system. She has to manually do the the air, and it, and then she always has to control 
the uh, radio. And I, my thing is the driver should get entertainment rights, not the passenger. Okay. Because the passenger had, can have the phone, can have the tablet. Yeah. It's the driver that, that should. So you're be. saying your wife is controlling and you're, you're questioning what, what this? Uh, no, I Every just, dude I, listening is like, uh-huh. But who who gets? Oh my God! Now I've become like the sexist guy. I'm sorry. Probably. I'm sorry. Who, I'm, I, no, I take it back already, ladies. What are what are the protocols here? What's the what's? I the never really uh, thought like, about it. Who gets the radio? Is it the driver, or the passenger? Who controls the heat? Because my thing is, listen. I want my passenger to be comfortable. But but if I'm driving, I need to be in supreme comfort because I have Your, life our lives. On the our line. lives are in danger. Yeah, like I don't want to be listening to. Marin Morris or whatever. I want to be listening to a podcast. Understood. You know, I, and and if podcast so, is boring, I'm sorry. I actually can I can relate to that. And then the next not question. the Marin Morris hate, but so when you could be tired potentially, yes, it helps me to listen to a book or it, a podcast because it keeps me engaged same. and like I don't wander off mentally. When I'm listening to music, I I wander like I I can't. Focus. Yeah, I mean, why can't your wife just bring like AirPods? Right, that's what I said, and it, it kind of caused a little. And bit it's kind of nice because it like it gives you a little alone time. It does. Thank we you. We don't have to share ten yes. hours together. Yes. Like, that, okay. See, we. I thought kind of yeah. is that disrespectful? I was like, I no, I think I'm right here. No, I think you're fine. And then second to that, a ten plus hour. It was like nine nine hours there, eight and a half back. Anyway, so we're pushing ten. Do you break up the drive, or is one person expected to do the whole thing? In my world, I would just do the whole thing. Okay. Because, like, it's nothing against my wife or you yep. or whoever I would be driving you just prefer with. to drive. I just like driving. So, in my world, we're rolling right through. And if I need to stop, like, okay. Like, I'm and not then, against the other person. And then whose responsibility is it to, do you need to ask if you need help to drive? Or is the driver say, hey, I could use you to help me out for a couple hours? I, I think it depends on the relationship. Okay. Like, if it's you and your wife, or if it's me and my wife, like, it would just be assumed that I'm going to drive until I, like, it, unless I have to ask. Cause we, she would never be like, hey, do you want me to drive? Because she knows that I'm just going to do gotcha, it. Gotcha. You and your wife might be different. Well, so we, we, we drove in the rain for 10 hours on the way oh, there. It was, it was brutal on that, Friday. Yeah, it was, it was rough. Brutal. It was brutal. And re- driving in the rain can be tough. Missed so it. We I, had a we had a seafood boil here. I know. Here in the but anyway, so I was, but she never asked if she could help drive, and I was like, hmm. And did this did this um did this hurt your feelings? No, I was just I was just like, is what's the norm here? What's I don't know. Maybe I'm oh, it just it was a, a pondering thing while I was driving through the middle of Indiana. It's like, who should ask for? Well, what? here's the deal, Brent. I could have just asked. I know. I realized that. I'm guessing that we're gonna get some feedback on this segment. <laughs> I just have never. I haven't done a long drive with my wife for a long time. I'm like, what is the right thing to do here? <laughs> Did you look into? I, I even think about it. Like, time wise, was it faster at all to fly, or is it, it really close? Because you had yeah. to connect those. Yeah, so there's no direct. So we just broke it up. We drove to Indianapolis last night, and it was actually nice. Although, one quick story. I I'm shocked we'll that you football. didn't stay in Cincinnati and party all well, day. Well, I had I to behave done. myself. Uh, but so we we roll into the suburbs of in, Indianapolis. Stay for the night. There's a there's a, a restaurant right next to the hotel. Which suburb? Uh, I don't remember. You're talking to a guy who's been to Indy North, for races. It was right by the racetrack. It might have been Speedway. Speedway. It might have been yeah. somewhere there. Okay. Anyway, we, we roll into this restaurant, and I swear to God, I walk in, and it's an <laughs> Iowa game watch party. Oh, my God. And they're playing the fight song. And it's the only restaurant in the strip mall right next to the hotel. I, I stayed. Did anybody recognize you? I don't think so. I went off into the corner, but it was like eight Hawkeye fans watching. And you're the sitting there rooting for Wisconsin, of course. And was, well, no, I watched the game peacefully with my. That IPA. game was a train wreck. Oh my gosh! But I was like, of all when, things, when Tanner Mordecai went out, it was kind of like there's no, nobody scoring the rest of the way. Like this game is, I thought it was going to end seven zero. I really did. I, but I was just like, of all things, I just can't. I can't avoid them. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Wiffles Hybrids presents our Big 12 segment each and every week here on the Williams and Bloom podcast at CycloneFanatic.com. Uh, shout out to all the Wiffles Hybrids uh, customers and dealers. I hope you avoided the, the severe weather on yeah. Friday. 
my buddy Chad Winterbore actually he sent me a text. He was in his combine, and he's he's literally harvesting, and he took a picture of a tornado. Wow. It's over there by Kelly. Like, how, how crazy is that? So it's a wild weekend for a wet weekend for the farmers too. You guys didn't get a ton accomplished, I'm assuming. Hopefully you did. Um, we noted this. Is is Mike Gundy back? Like, what <laughs> what's going on? Oklahoma State's two and one now. They beat Kansas thirty nine to thirty two. I, you know, they they this Jason Bean throws for five touchdowns, 410 yards for Kansas. So their offense is clearly not the problem. No, they just can't stop. So it's the same it's the question same we had going into the it's season. Like a, they're like a USC light right now. Kansas. Is. I don't know what to think, but props to Gundy because yeah, I thought they were dead when they left Ames and he has salvaged something here. They're moving the ball. I mean, I, I, that win for Iowa state looks better. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think you like Campbell and Gundy. They are been coach of the year for a reason. These guys know what they're doing, and sometimes it has to hit rock bottom before they figure it out. And I give that guy credit, at least offensively. Uh, they've been really good the last two weeks. Here's a stat for you: Josh Hoover, the young man who replaced Chandler Morris, yes, when he got hurt last or week, week and a half, week seven days, eight eight, eight days ago in Ames. 439 yards and four touchdowns for TCU and a 44 to 11 win over BYU. Grief. Amani Bailey only ran for 61 yards. They're a passing team now. That score very much surprised me. One second. I don't know. Guess how many guess how many players caught passes for TCU? 7. 13. Holy cow. They're running the air raid. <laughs> that's I that's mean the air raid right there. That's insane. It, that one's that one surprised me uh, a lot, uh, and and I'm not even really that high on BYU. What again. was that point spread like eight? No, it was only like four and a half. Oof, my goodness! So everybody was down on TCU, yep. and then Kansas State goes on the road and pretty convincingly yeah. beats Texas Tech, thirty-eight to twenty-one. I, I hate to say this, but uh, Avery Johnson. Is it going to be a problem in this league? He was really, really good for this. I haven't watched that game yet. Oh my! You're gonna he he pops off the. <laughs> he was eight of nine, seventy-seven yards, but then he ran for ninety yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, he uh, and he does it with his like long, flowing blonde hair. Six foot two freshman out of Wichita. Yeah, he so he went to the same high school as uh, Caleb Grill. So this Will Howard's it's. It's yeah. It's counting down be, the clock it, yeah, on this we're guy. Counting down the Will Howard era. <laughs> Avery, so Avery this, Johnson, just in time for when Iowa State gets well, him. Well, exactly. going to be in. Yeah. Yeah, down there, of course. Yeah, but yeah. um, <laughs> he was a big time recruit. Like he picked K State over some monster offers. He was number one dual threat quarterback. Where does K State's money come from? I was thinking about this the other day. Do they have like big ag people or like no, where is there is some energy down there? There's some energy money. Like wind wind energy. No, there's. Yeah, Cake State's got a little money. I was thinking about like in and the I don't collective know if they paid, space. I don't know if they paid that guy because well, he was a local kid. But yeah, he's from Wichita. Uh, no, there's some you get you get down in the in the the, south, was, the southern Kansas, western Kansas. There's some there's some there's some energy. Well, money. the reason I asked is because I've been doing a lot of this thought about like you rate the like new Big Twelve jobs, and somebody at Kansas State like five spots ahead of Iowa State and I was thinking to myself like like why is that because yeah. if you ever been to Manhattan it's more remote than Ames yeah, yeah. I mean what I is mean, it an hour from Topeka hour and a half yeah like, it's it's further the, away from a bigger town the drive from like Overland Park to Manhattan is a bitch like it's it's wow, terrible. At least, at least you can go like 80 on that speedway. that's true but it seems like you're just crawling. no you're you're right it's they are but for whatever reason, they've consistently in the last... They're always good. They fundraise better than Iowa State. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know where what, it's coming from. That's where I'm at. What is it about that place? I don't know. And, and well, two things. Snyder's winning in the 90s built in a lot of... Great point. Momentum. They have more fans yeah, at the time when the, when the arms race launched. Yep. Yep. And so once good you point. get... The number one thing in fundraising, C-Dub, is you get started. It's a lot easier to... Keep giving and then start. It's giving. kind of like writing a book. I'm learning. <laughs> you got to. You got to. The the best donor is a is a is a 
a re- recurring donor because it's a lot easier to keep giving than it is to stop giving. Yeah. Basically. Well, they're doing a good job. They're doing he, fine, yeah. Uh, Kansas State 4-2. and two. Uh, The Texas Tech guys, our, our guys, the Gauchos, were all upset after the game. I was keeping an eye on what they were what up is, to. What is their backup quarterback's injury now? Because the, the – th- the third string guy looked very young and uncomfortable. I'll say this about Tech. I, I wish Iowa State had them yeah. this year because I, I just think that this is a classic overachieve last year, reverting to the mean. Next year will tell us more about what they're, they are. Their running back is a load, but they just the the quarterback made way too many mistakes last night. Way too many mistakes. Yeah, again, I, I haven't watched that game yet. I was... Locked well, into the other well, ones. A- Avery Johnson from Mays, Kansas. He's going to be a name here very shortly. Okay. Fire up the grill, right? Fire up the grill in the Mays, Kansas. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, so Iowa State gets a buy now. It is notable. Baylor gets uh, – they get Cincinnati this week. They're oh in gosh. Cincinnati. Where so go? Where do you go with that one? Well, um, I don't even know, but my I guess my, my greater point is – who wants to be there for that game? The scoreboard comparison deal is just going to go crazy. Yeah. Oh, we beat them by 20. Bye weeks are a lot more enjoyable after a win. Yeah, what are you going to do for your bye week? Do you know? Uh, uh, I'm going to watch some football. Good. Want to watch some football s- together? Yeah, maybe I'll sit on, on my deck on my Amish bench. <sighs> Did you really put that thing out on your new deck? Not yet. Can you get it through your house into there? <laughs> I'm going to try <laughs> Don't call me. I've had to lift that thing in and out of my truck, and that thing is heavy. It is heavy. It's heavy well duty. The tornado is not. I was say, that ain't no up. tornado nope, that's going to blow that fire. thing away. I can promise fire. you. All right, you know what time it is. Yeah. Hey, it's back. Webwise, trywebwise.com. They present us. They present the uh, blooms, pick them, guess the point spreads. Spectacular. Every Sunday night here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Trywebwise.com. I not only try Webwise, I hire Webwise. Webwise. I send all my 712 media clients to Webwise if you need a website. I had some guy, uh, great tailgate, by the way. We had 100 people at my guy Paul Fireball Paul's tailgate Fireball Paul's isn't why well, I wish I had a good well, you, like well that. it was Fireball Paul's a legend but we uh we got one like on the Cincinnati campus so we had all these sensitive people like where do you where are you guys from like what's your deal what but were anyway, their somebody, fans like they were really friendly hospitable also I think they were bewildered because there were so many Iowa State They're fans. just not used to having this many yeah. opposing fans yeah, show up. right. And then at one point, third quarter, it's raining hard. Like, the only people in the stands are Iowa State fans because they're just like, <laughs> you know. Screw this. Yeah, this is pigs and slop. Not a good showing for these new Big 12 schools. Did no. you see the Houston crowd? Yeah, not great. Oh. And the crowd was great. I thought the atmosphere was good. But so anyway, I go go use the restroom. And I'm in line at this restroom. And the Cincinnati fan, who met really well, he's like, what is with you guys? You guys are everywhere, and all you seem to do is drink and have a good time. Well, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. But anyway, somebody stopped me at the tailgate, so they uh, they also reached out to Webwise. Oh, great. Yep. That, uh, that's, Fireball Paul's tailgate. And I'm not kidding you. They do really good work for like a fraction of the price. Yes. They're phenomenal. All right, uh, let's do guess the point spreads here. No Iowa State game, but still a lot of Big 12 football to get to. Did you see the number on the Iowa-Minnesota game? I have not seen a thing. The number opened up at 31 and a half. <laughs> Where's that game? Kinnick. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that, isn't that wild, though? All right. Uh, Saturday, bright and early, Baylor at Cincinnati. At Cincinnati? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Cincinnati minus two. One. Yikes. You win. Uh, you got a Penn State, Ohio State line. Oh, where's that one? Columbus. Five. Four and a half. Central Florida at Oklahoma. Oh, man. Welcome to the Thunderdome. That one is 17. 18. Not bad, son. Locked in. You are locked in Laser right now. Beep. Oklahoma State at West Virginia. 
Oklahoma State at West Virginia. West Virginia, 7-3. Whoa! They made me mad on Thursday. I understand why. I was a little upset at that <laughs> okay, myself. They just made me mad. <laughs> that game was crazy. That was a wild game. There was a lot that happened there's in 12 no, seconds. There's a lot happened in that game. Jeez. Uh, Is it only three? Yeah. Well, that's a mistake. <laughs> Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> North Texas is at Tulane. I thought Tulane got a win again, didn't they? We get yeah. Memphis on yeah, Friday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Did you see those uniforms on yeah, Friday night? Oh, baby. Uh, 10. 19. Sheesh. North Texas. Bring back McCarney. Why did Texas. they ever get rid of McCarney? Why would anybody get rid of McCarney? Texas at Houston. Oh, wow. 13 and a half. 22. Oh, what? I'm telling what you. What are they doing to Houston? The power ratings and stuff think that the rest of the Big 12 sucks. Well, clearly. I'm telling you guys. That is unbelievable. This is not my that opinion. That might be my biggest miss of all time. This is step, not my opinion. Like these, these power ratings and analytics hate the Big Twelve. Are you Team Dana for that one? Does it? I think so. Right? No. Or do you want to just stick a fork in them now? The the the, the problem with that game is that half the people there are going to be Texas. Well, fans. yeah, it's not really a home. I mean, I'm rooting for Dana, but I like, think so too. I I don't know. I wouldn't touch that. 22. Texas Tech at BYU. Oh, oh, man. Tech minus two. Three and a half. You still win, but... That's... And don't do not do it. I don't know what... like. I don't need either of those These teams. Big 12 games are like throwing a dart. Uh, Kansas State hosting TCU. Oh, this is fun. I like this game. I know what I would bet if I was... Um, I think this is is K State minus five, seven and a half, and I would pound Kansas State at that. I, I'm telling you, that Avery Johnson, I'm on the wagon. I don't like to be on the wagon, but I'm on. It the wagon. It opened at four and a half. It's yeah, at seven and a half. So everybody's saw, got the same thought we did. And that tells you what we think of BYU too. So I'd probably fade them as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What time is that game? I really like K-State in that spot. Six. Okay. You should watch it. Yep. You want to watch it? Yep. By the way, Iowa State has a secret scrimmage next uh, Sunday. Is that Northwestern? Nope. Creighton? Yep. Not very secret, I guess. Well, there you go. You've got this. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it's been out there. It's fine. Yeah, I thought the Creighton one was out there. Yeah. That, that. I think that's it. That's all. That's it for games. I'm going to just look. We've got all these Tuesday and like, there's so many games now throughout the week that Saturdays aren't as intimidating, but it's, I'm not complaining, but I think this is just going to be the norm. Yeah. You see our Ohio Bobcats got drilled. Yeah. And that was disappointing yep. for a couple reasons. Yep. Or it's the old SP plus. You know what? At this point, that's fine. Yeah. Because I actually think that it's. It screws with the power rating enough where if you like betting on Iowa State, yeah. If you're a fan, of course, players, if you're listening, turn it off. Yeah. Yes. Like it's going to help your. That's true. You're going to get more points. That's a good point. And Are frankly, you, like I don't think like Matt Campbell's sitting around like wondering what the, the point spreads rate, are. No, no as but it should not. I I do think that. Like them being told they're underdogs every week doesn't necessarily hurt this group. No, there's there's definitely a, a chip on the shoulder situation going, which is great. Well, okay, so is Iowa State making a bowl? Yes. I think so, too. I think so. I'm not flinching at that at all, either. I, I think that 7-5 and five is very doable. I would lean closer to 6-6, six and six, but... Yeah, I mean, just, they just, could win their next two games. Isn't it crazy? I mean, I just, it's so cool. I'm happy for these guys that this thing has turned yeah. around as fast as it has. You know who I was the most happy for on Saturday was Rimsburg. Yeah, talk about great, great point. Like that, like, chills on the back of my neck when when he got, because he's an amazing young man. He's a great guy. 
and he just got caught up in a really silly situation. And from what I understand, I don't know all the specifics, but you know, Jake just kind of owned it and yep. did what he was asked and like, didn't lie about it. Didn't do anything. And you know, and he was just a really, he's a stand up guy, local guy. Like I was really happy. Yeah, big fan of Jake. I'm great. I hope, I hope his story is not over. I, I, there will be a point at some point this season where he yeah, is a huge I mean, factor in a game. He, absolutely. Yeah, he's a good player and a good you know dude, what's, good family. You know what also is interesting, too, is like I kept thinking, man, I can't wait till Jake comes back because 75 is just killing you. He's played really good football the, the last thing. couple weeks. It's Neil, the same thing. Yep. Shout out to him. Watch that Sticking f- with it, man. Yep. Like He has been really, really good. It's It was cool uh, watching Clanton work with those guys. And it, and they're dude, they're, they're playing, they're figuring it out. Good yep. football. Yep. And uh, I'm I just think you give these guys some time. They're getting better. Yeah. How much better can they get? That's well. The we had a part. call on reaction, and this was my answer. Did you listen no. on your way? Okay. No, I did not. It's fine. Uh, Jerry predicted the win. By the way, Jer- Jer- somehow this is my favorite uh, line of all time. Jerry's win loss prediction record is the same <laughs> as Iowa State's record. <laughs> I would argue. That Jerry's um, never missed a game because he only calls after, after wins. wins. That's true. I told you. I told you guys. You He'll never me. call after a loss. Be like, well, I botched that one. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> I told you. Well, Hang I in there, Jerry. Jerry's a legend. Got a head cold. <laughs> He's great. I love him, man. Although I got to tell this quick story. Uh, we're far enough in the podcast. <laughs> Jerry and a couple other notable old talk radio callers would you would always call John. I, I interned at Walters at Channel 5. And one of my jobs was, John is the nicest human being alive. He always would pick up the phone, and he would talk to the Cyclone Jerry's of the world for literally 10, 15 minutes. But he would, uh, he would have a rule that if it got to the 15-minute mark, he would want me to come in and need something. So he would have to get off the phone. Oh yeah, and Jerry. So, sorry, so, the intern. Yeah, so I was like, oh, sorry, I got to help the intern. So that was my job. That was one of my jobs with John Walters was to get him off the phone. We had a caller call in, a pretty seasoned Cyclone fan. It was a really good take. And he he asked us. He's he made the point. He didn't remember in his fandom seeing a team improve so much in such a short amount of time. Hmm. Which I I don't I don't necessarily disagree with. Um, I was thinking seventeen. Off the top of my head, but they weren't really bad. To they start weren't ever the bad, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I just dumb it down to well, they're playing seventeen freshmen, right? I mean, isn't that just isn't it as simple as it, that? Like all these guys that haven't played before, and then just do it. Uh, we always we got on Campbell the whole time of playing in the margins. They are right now. Yeah, they're kicking ass. Like, in the they're margins. doing great in the margins, and and that's the thing is like we joked about the air raid, and you, now you look at the past two games when. Iowa State has largely dominated both games, and this I found this super interesting, C-Dub. Iowa State against TCU ran it 37 times and threw it 28. Iowa State against Cincinnati ran it 38 times, threw it 25. Damn it, they're right back where they so they're <laughs> So the air raid is. But you, it is all because of where they came from to where they are now. They at least... They at least humored me with that. Great yes, graphic. they did. So that the the air raid of maybe was, it's maybe we're not doing the air sirens, but it uh, the passing game has certainly helped the run. I game. joked with somebody on the staff about that. I was like, you know, this if you guys think this is the air raid, <laughs> Mike Leach is rolling in his very grave right now. But they did, and throw then it. you have this Longo at Wisconsin who claims to be an air raid guy. Ah, like, he can't even get. Well, I mean, he certainly was it. North North Carolina, Carolina was. but Jesus. How many people caught balls yesterday? One, two, three, four, five. For Iowa State? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was dumbed down yesterday, but the but again, you really didn't need to though. That was the thing about yesterday. Yep. And yeah. like they're actually frankly, the the guys are still dropping some balls too. Well, if you like, wanted to yeah, get a little bit picky, right. that would be it. Well, they, they, you're you're correct. I'm glad to see Tyler Moore get more involved. I mean, he's another guy that blocks well and yeah. should have caught that one for the touchdown. I mean is maybe we should save this for Wednesday, but is is Bramer the most can't miss prospect you've ever oh seen? I, I honestly like it struck me during the game like holy Lazard and crap. Butler kind of when I saw them for the first yep. time it was like okay those guys are pros. Bramer to me, 
Like, and I've only seen him play for half I, of his freshman you're year. Not and he, crazy, and he really hasn't even been that involved. You're not crazy. No, I uh, that near touchdown. I was like, oh my, I haven't oh. seen that before. Whatever that was, and now they got him blocking some too. Like, yeah, he like is. He, the tight ends have come so far in the run game. Like that, you, we we all want to talk about the O line, and they're a lot better. You're dead on. Those tight ends are. Look who missed the Ohio game. It'll tell you yeah, a lot. Clots, clots more. Yeah, it's not not a surprise that those guys came back and the offense has gotten better because they do so much in both. And now that you have Cl- the great thing, what Nate's doing now. As Klotz had this reputation of only being a run blocker, now he's using him in the pass game. Now yeah. you're like, well, what do we do with him? Yeah. He's he's one of the more, I would say he's one of the more valuable players on that offense. I would agree. Do. I mean, it's it's no different, though, in the old days when, like, Sion Buckner and, you know. Yeah. Or a, when you had those really good guys, you know. Uh, Saner, Saner was Saner, like that. Like, similar. when those guys got hurt. Yeah, you big drop off. Another theory, it's not a theory, I know it after watching this game is Verdone and Cooper oh. get the injury-prone thing put on them. It's because yeah. they're they, so they, damn they physical. They are so just reckless. God. But that defense, Brent, like, it is different when those two are not yeah. out there. It's a fact. Uh, I'm, shout out Will McLaughlin said it earlier. Best game as a Cyclone yesterday. Yeah. He was great. He was really good. And I, and I was really happy for Vaughn. Yes. Because he's, he's played better. like, Gary's been in the right spot most of the time. He just hasn't physically been able to make tackles. Yep. Because he's been so dinged up, and he finally looked like himself. Uh, yep, and a, a week for him will be great because it's yes. more of a, a muscle bruise. That Verdone so Cooper be... got dinged up. Um, yeah, both came back in though. I did hear um, Sama is was illness and not injury. Okay, because he only played he like played a three snap snaps or two, three yeah, snaps. Okay, I heard that it's not because I was worried because he came out of the TCU game for a few plays. Yeah. Uh, but he did go. He ended up going back in. But I was wondering, like, is that is carryover? But I don't. Okay. I don't believe that it is. And then one other quick shout out to Sean James played a, uh, several snaps and popped again yesterday at the safety spot. Freshman from Oklahoma City. <laughs> I was talking to Luch today yeah. about how we need like a roster well, card. Yeah, Defense. Like, Who's on. this guy? Yeah, Who are all Sean James? Just, he was really good. He was really good. Yeah, he made a couple of hits. I'm like, oh my gosh. He's your next guy. Well, we're gonna roll into the bye week with some yakety sacks. We have a little, uh, we had a little recording issue, so that's why there's no Sorry. English today. We'll have English, English back next week, I promise. Hey, three and one, tied for second. Presented as always by Mac Dine. He's Brent Bloom. My name's Chris Williams. Check us out on Wednesday for Williams and Bloom Wednesday. We've got a full lineup of podcasts all week. Give us a rating and a positive review. Cheers. Have a great one.